Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it is a Tuesday here in Pittsburgh, a chilly Tuesday. And uh, Matt, the uh, Mike Tomlin news conference, uh, press conference being held today, uh, he said that uh, Kenny Pickett has cleared most of his hurdles. There's one more box that he has to check off, I would assume. He has to get uh, full clearance from the uh, neurologist, and then he is good to go on Saturday great against news, the not uh, surprising, but great Raiders. News. Yeah, and he's going to start, of course. Yeah. I don't think there's any you know talk about that, and that's best thing for the organization, best thing for him. Mitch did quite well. I mean, three three uh, interceptions aside, he played phenomenal. I thought, even with the three interceptions that he yeah. threw, Trubisky's quarterback, his passer rating, I bet it was really good. Since he has in the three games that he has relieved Pickett. Or started this last one. Or started last any okay. game that he's he's played in place of picket. Gotcha, gotcha. Ninety four point five. Really, that doesn't surprise. Completing seventy five percent of his passes. I mean, yeah. he's, he played well. He, he played well. I mean, we talked. We touched on this yesterday. I mean, he's ten million dollar cap hit. Should they keep him? I'm like, I think that's a steal. Yeah. Uh, why I, wouldn't you keep him? Right. I mean, people might call you and say, Hey, can we take that ten million off your hands? And here's a pick to do it. You know, what I mean, like he's an asset. Yeah, absolutely. You're not, and and you're not going to get somebody better as your backup no. on the open market. You're going to have to pay that guy, that too. that guy's not free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah they don't say, hey, I want to play mm-hmm. for the Steelers. I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> right, I know there's right. a lot of fans out there that would do that. And but... even keeping Rudolph would be, I don't know, five or six or something along those lines. They pay, they're paying Rudolph $5 million this year. Yeah, right. I don't you know? know he'll get a spike, but he'll be in that neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, that's a what, more, right? that's what a, a quality backup's going to cost you. Yeah. you know, that's... And I think Trubisky's proven that he's a— uh, Easily a top 40 quarterback on the planet right now. Yeah. He might be top 32. Um, you know, so that's a good situation yeah, to, is, to be in. Um, the Steelers, of course, not practicing today, but per league rule since they play on Saturday, they had to put out a practice report, which, <laughs> which always boggles bizarre, my mind. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I'm getting all these blurbs on my phone. This guy was limited. It was like, they didn't practice. <laughs> <laughs> didn't practice today. What? Uh, so, in terms of what Mike Tomlin would. Uh, list these guys as if they had practiced today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Derek Watt, Miles Jack, all limited. Now, in Fair the case enough. of Jack, that's a positive sign. I guess. I mean, yeah, he's going to want to Since he didn't play today. last right, week, right, right. yeah. 
And uh, Tomlin saying that uh, all of these guys expected to play this week. They may miss some practices early in the week. In fact, everybody on the roster expected to be that's amazing. Good to go. Yeah, this here we week. are, you know, five days before Christmas or whatever it is, and no one massively looming yeah. or fighting through huge fourteen injuries, games but, into this. You're thing, right, right, you know? right. I mean, they did have a buy sort of recently, but I mean, and a couple guys have gone on IR, of course, but. Health has been a strength of this team this year, especially on offense. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, young guys don't mm-hmm. get hurt as much. That's the <laughs> Right, right, right. Just less bumps and bruises and, you know, recurring things you and just all get, that. You, right. you get over it a little bit easier. True, that too. Um be good to get Jack back though. Yeah, that would uh, especially in this game against the Raiders with what the weather is supposed to be like. I know it's supposed to be Saturday. not great, but what's the latest? Like four degrees. Four, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a night game, too, <laughs> down by the river. You can, yeah. <laughs> four. Four, okay. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, See how Kenny handles it. How does that affect this game, Matt? Yeah, I mean, think on that. I mean, Steelers want to run. They want to stop the run. They're showing when they're at their best. They're very good at doing that. I know I know. Najee went to Bama and isn't a cold-weather guy, but he's a cold-weather back, I mean, in terms yeah. of style and all that. Um, I mentioned Pickett, though. I, I mean, the small hands thing everyone doesn't talk about. Or, you know, he's not – he's a good arm, but he's not a Josh Allen, you know, yeah. specimen. Um, and a lot of people say, well, what are you talking about? He played at Pitt. He's played at weather. Yeah, but – When's the last pit game? Six weeks ago. I can tell you right it's now. A different to, to, it, four degrees down. The, uh, it, it, there's the probably river. nobody on the roster that's played when it's been four degrees. Probably not. I mean, four I'm degrees sure ben, would be. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Ben put one of those in, but I mean, that's a once every five years. That's a rare, years type of thing. rare yeah. occasion. Yeah, absolutely. So I would think it doesn't favor the Vegas Raiders. I mean, just as a team where they're from. I'm sure Devonte Adams has played in some. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But they're going to run the ball, too. Um, I don't know if it's a huge advantage either way. I mean, Carr's a California guy, but he's a big, strong arm guy. He's got nine and one-eighth inch hands. So it's not like he's no, got they, these monster right, right, right. Meat, meat hooks. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> and 12-inch um, hands or something, yeah. Yeah, so, I, you know. I, I can't remember many cold-weather games in his career. Probably aren't yeah, many. I doubt there's uh, yeah. many at all. Definitely. Not I mean, maybe a game in Denver at one point, but maybe, not maybe. not this cold. Again, right, right, thirty right. degrees for an NFL game is challenge. There aren't yeah. many of those. No, no, right. You know, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge. And uh, hold on, to the football fumbles. Which I mean, team runs the ball better? Might be the yeah. And you would think the Raiders. They have the league's leading rusher, and Jacobs is a great player, having a great year. But other than him, that's all they have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't have a rushing threat at the quarterback position. They don't hand it to receivers. They don't have a stable of backs. I guess I still favor them just because Jacobs has been so good. But doesn't he have a, a hand issue? Too? He's got a, He's dealing with a hand, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to lean towards fumbles. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers' fumble luck this year is unbelievably bad yeah. in terms of falling. Alex fumbles. Highsmith now leads the league, I believe, with five forced fumbles because he had another one last week. And the Steelers have... I don't know if they've recovered any of them. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, they've only fallen on three all year. It's last, yeah. it last in the league. They've been a little lucky on the other side of the ball, too, but they have some weird fumble stuff, and so do, so do the Raiders. Um, but I think holding on to the ball is going to be absolutely key and controlling it as a passer. I mean, controlling it, not being able to throw the football, but put it where you want with the touch you want. Um I'm not saying Kenny can't do it. I just don't know if there's any proof that he has. You know, again, it's not a big sample size. Well, I mean, this could be a game where you go with the short passing I would think. attack I would think. And, and just uh, and go after them. And I, as, as the stat that I tweeted or texted to you earlier mm-hmm. today, 
the Raiders have given up the fourth most receptions and the most yeah. receiving yards to opposing running backs this season. It's interesting because I pre-recorded the advanced scout show that's also on SNR with Tom today, and we base it off the stat pack and use that as an outline. Yeah. You know, and it, it's not done yet, but the bones are there. And who's good versus run, whatever. And and so their defensive EPA is really good against the run. And he's like, that doesn't add up, Matt. Why? And I said. That doesn't add up, Tom. Why? I don't get it. And then I started looking at their roster, and their D tackles are nose tackle types. Yeah. Perryman is a downhill thumper. He's a downhill thumper. Yeah. He's an old school between the tackles guy, and they don't cover well at that level until yeah. your running back point. You mean so crossers, running back receptions? Maybe it's a big Fryermuth game. That adds up, you know. I mean, but they did just allow a ton of rushing yards to the Patriots. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, you know, the Steelers haven't thrown as much to the backs this year. No, as no, they, certainly not as much as they did last right. year. Um, can you just turn that, you know, switch on at this point? I would hope so. I mean, it's not like those guys aren't going out for pass patterns. No, they're not. I mean, they are. They're both actually. It hurts both of them that they're both so good in protection. Yeah, you know, because they are very good in protection. They do a little more six and seven uh, protection schemes than most teams, um, so that hasn't helped the cause. I want to say too that Najee's receptions were a little inflated last year. Yeah, too. there I were mean, a couple. Of ga- it wasn't like he had he wasn't running routes. Yeah, know? I mean he had a couple of games where he, you know, Roethlisberger just targeted him like crazy. He had fourteen catches right against the Bengals. Yeah, and, you know, right. <laughs> I mean, just kind of leak out, turn around, we'll get you the ball. But you could certainly do more of that. And I've been preaching for a long time, and you've seen this more than I have. Harris is a very good route runner and accomplished, you know, receiver. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go up and get the football like a wide out almost. I'd still like to see more of that. You know, I'm not sure. In camp, we saw Warren running wheel routes and getting down the field yeah. a little bit too. He's capable, but he doesn't have that catching radius like Harris does. Right. Yeah. So I would expect, I mean, that might be one of my, my guarantees this week. It's not that, a bad one. You know, sick catches from the Steelers running backs this week. Okay. I mean, that'd be a spike from I would, the usual, Yeah, right, I'd like, right, to, right. like to see that, uh, particularly in a game like this where, you you know, you, those are extended handoffs. Mm-hmm. No, you know? they're safe and you're getting a good ball carrier past the line of scrimmage cheaply, you know. Well, that's the, the, the amazing thing. too. Yeah, but the amazing thing about the catches that they've given up, mm-hmm. given up the Raiders. It's yeah, the yeah. Raiders. It's uh, I gotta find it now. Eighty-six completions on one hundred and four targets. Mm-hmm. Now I'm no mathematician here, but that's probably about eighty-four percent. Sure, and it's <laughs> those are screams, easy. Yeah, that just screams they're targeting the linebackers. Yeah, I mean because they're probably not super far downfield, or you would have such a good completion percentage. And again, their linebackers are just guys. Perryman would be a a popular guy on this team like he has been every team. but He's like Vince Williams. That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's more 1995 than he is <laughs> you know, 2022. Yeah, so if you can get, if they're going to give you those, if you, take them. Yeah, I would say take, take them. Right. Take the layups. Absolutely. That's, that's smart. I didn't think of that angle quite yet, but that makes a lot of sense, especially with their front seven people. Yeah. You know, right. The other stats that I dug up today, or the other two stats I dug up today, since the bye, the week six bye, or week nine bye, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the six games in the, since then, the Steelers are averaging 21.8 points per game. Mm-hmm. And people might look at that and say, well, that's not very much. Yeah, that's kind it's, of better than the, it's better than the 17.9 that they're averaging now, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's not 
<clears throat> well, it's not 30 points a game. Well, first of all, nobody's averaging 30 points a game this yeah, year. Right. Secondly, 21.8 points a, or points per game would get you 16th in the in the current NFL. Right, dead middle. That's I mean, that's what the league how has bad become. scoring right, is right, right, right. now. That's, it's so de- it's so depressed across the league mm-hmm. that 21 point you know basically 22 points a game puts you middle of the pack. Yeah. So you know, considering where they came from. Because it's, I actually had half of that stat already in my packet, and it was, I think they were 15 points a game pre-buy, and they're, what, 22 after or something yeah. like, you know, it's a yeah. noticeable difference, but I didn't realize that's league average, but it it's clearly a spike from where they were, where they were at the bottom of the league, to league average, right. you know, and it's ascending, it's going the right direction. Yeah. Defensively, in that same time span, right. they're allowing... 18.6 points per game since the bye, mm-hmm. that would be the fourth best, fourth best right. in the NFL and over the course of the season. And the text you sent me, and that, that includes, what, 37 to the Bengals? 37 against the Bengals. Right, right. You throw that one out, it's like they're, yeah. give, I mean, they're, they're giving up like 15 points a game. To the to the average type teams. Right? Yeah. I mean, when this team's not a super, you know, not a great offense or a great team. This offense worries me a little, though, because they've been so Jacobs and Adams dependent that the fact that Waller and Renfro came back last week, played part time, you might be getting them at the wrong time that way. Yeah, you know, yeah, where I they agree. Finally, have their other dudes together because there's a, I have it in the packet, but it's a, a very small amount of snaps that those guys have all played together. Much easier year. to defend when they don't have those two guys. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because Adams' numbers, he still gets his, but he gets so much attention as you'd imagine. So if you're Mike Tomlin, mm-hmm. do you pull out? I mean, you've played the Patriots a lot over the years. Absolutely. With McDaniels as the offense yeah. coordinator. Do you just pull out those game plans and say, oh, this is what we're going to do, guys? I think so. You know, they another thing that they do a high percentage of the time is a pure blocking fullback. Uh, Johnson, Jacoby Johnson, uh, I forget his first name exactly. I'm butchering it because he spells it weird. But he's got about 250 snaps this year. I mean, and all he does is block. I mean, he's not. I'm okay with that. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, hey, a lot of that lately. Yeah, do You're that. Right. If they want to try to do that mm-hmm. against the Steelers, have at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these linebackers have taken on full black fullback blocks the last couple of weeks and are familiar with those type of things. But I would think this offense is going to be very similarly structured to all those Brady-McDaniels teams they've played in the past. And Carr's not Brady in his prime, but he's smart and knows where to go with football. And, yeah. You know, I mean, he, he can play that role. One thing that the Raiders might be missing in this game is both guards. Yeah, you said that on the way in. Both guards shocked, got yeah. bad. I was reading. I was reading McDaniel's uh, his, his transcript yeah. from his press conference yesterday, and I guess Dylan Parham and Alex Bars got hurt in that game. Okay, I didn't realize um, that. I so, I mean that that would be big. That would be huge. Their their line, I thought, was going to be really at the bottom of the league. Like Colton Miller's a good left tackle, former first round pick, coming into his own. They gave him money. But everyone knows we've had a lot of Leatherwood discussions. I mean, he's long gone, you know, yeah. and they have a lot of dudes that people haven't really heard of. Um, but it's starting to gel a little bit. I mean, it's been better than that. But we saw the Steelers. I mean, I'm not sure if we talked a lot about this, but Brady Christensen, their guards had a long day on yeah. Sunday in Carolina. And I would think the same is probably going to be true here. And even though Carr's a good player, Interior pressure is not his friend. I mean, no. he's not a scrambler. He's not a rollout guy. Yeah, you know? he, he's, he's one of the guys that I – mean, he's 
I just looked up his his stats from his pro day. He ran a four six nine. He's not a bad athlete, right? Right. But he Good never arm. runs. But he doesn't run, and it's not really what he does. He's not a creator. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's not. He can throw on the run. He's talented. All those things. But running a forty is a little different too than scrambling. You know? Yeah. Although he can get awfully fast when you know Cam Hayward's chasing chasing you, you down. Free, free <laughs> the fire, yeah. But if they if they don't have even one of those guys, I'm just looking here at their roster on ESPN. I, I know they don't have. Line depth because they're playing guys people haven't heard of. Yeah, I mean, Natane Mute Mute would be forced yeah. into. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they got Hieronis uh, Grasso is, oh, is another bench it. player for them. He's a like a two hundred eighty pound center. Yeah, he's tall and lean. That would not go well. He's been on a couple teams. Right? Yeah, Parham's actually the backup center, in addition to being the starting left guard, yeah. he's the backup center. Uh, they would be up against it. If, yeah, honestly, those are guys you can't afford to lose. I mean, yeah. That's a really thin position to begin with. So maybe those are the injuries to really monitor this week. Yeah, I think that's something to keep an eye on, you certainly. Bars and Parham? Yeah, both starting guards. Okay. Yeah. Both starting guards. So they would uh, they They've would been be been adequate, you know, which I yeah. don't think that would be the case. Uh, looking here at their other injury issues, it uh, looks like Andrew Billings, who's their uh, one of their starting defensive he's tackles. He's true nose tackle yeah. type. I mean, again, run stuffer. He is. Uh, he's questionable as is uh, strong side linebacker Darian Butler, and then cornerback Rocky Yassin. Okay, they traded Yannick Ngakwe for Rocky Yassin right before the season. Um, he's been okay. I mean, he's yeah. he, he's not great. He is what he is. He's I mean, what he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, their defense is a little hard to talk about overall. <laughs> Max Crosby is a star. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's a almost a TJ Watt level star. Everyone knows who Chandler Jones is and saw what he did to Mac Jones and you know, hey, the big play. But they're not happy with what they paid him. No, he's, he's, he's I mean, he's like four sacks and he's yeah. not been disruptive. Um, we he's talked about twenty their, tackles and four and a half sacks. Yeah, I mean, he really is probably on his last legs. But if you remember, he didn't play at all last year after a bad injury for Arizona. He that play will be his highlight of the year. Um, it wasn't guess, anything that he did. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was New England being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Hobbs, who's a slot corner, feisty, you know, younger guy. Yeah. I think he has a, a good future. And I really like their safety, Morig, who was an early second-round pick yeah. last year. Last year, yeah. And he's, he can be a true free, but he has a little more juice than that. But the other names that, that, that I didn't mention – Really aren't mentionable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got you got the strong safety, uh, who, Roderick, whose middle name should be special, Teamer. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's probably what he's that's his, better suited to be. Yes. Um, you know, next to Perryman, who's kind of a house, you know, kind of yeah, a guy that's been around. Yeah. Been around. He's made a lot of tackles in this league. Luke Masterson. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Butler. Okay, but Butler's backup, J. Ron Brown, is out. The other, the other uh, inside linebacker. Our, our weak side linebacker, Divine Diablo, mm-hmm. who's one of the best. He's out. He's on IR. Yeah, he's like a big, strong safety type, too. Yeah, Micah Kaiser on IR. I mean, they've only got four active linebackers on their roster. Yeah, none of which I can speak very intelligently about. Yeah. Not named Perryman, you know. So, I mean, it's... They're not talented on that side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, they, they're third to last, I think, in sacks. And Crosby has, like, all of them. And he yeah. gets doubled every play, as you can imagine. He's a stud. Um, the rest of the group is really devoid of playmakers. I, I would, unless the weather really hinders them, I'd be shocked if the Steelers don't move the ball. They should move as it well pretty, as they did against yeah. Carolina, but with with regularity. They should move it pretty consistently. Yeah. Um, and then you pick your spots to take shots and mm-hmm. things like that. And those so. corners aren't as good as Pickens and Johnson. And yeah. They don't have a great Fryermuth matchup, and we already had already had a good discussion about the backs catching passes. 
And, you know, if you can get Crosby blocked, you should have some time. But I, 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 I liked your thought about the, the short passing game, yeah. which makes pass protection a little easier. It's the best, you know, it's the best defense against, you know, if you're worried about defending the Raiders offensively, mm-hmm. keep them off the field. Yeah, right, right, right. Their, their offense obviously scares us a lot more than the Raiders' defense. But if you can have 36 minutes of time of possession, and, you know, I, I think we talked about this Monday – Eight series for the eight oh, meaningful series yeah. is the way you phrased it in your article. Crazy, uh, you know, it's unbelievable. Ridiculously, uh, yeah, I mean, that's so low. I mean, I mean, two possessions a quarter. Two possessions a quarter, right? And one of them was a twenty-one play drive, which you know, <laughs> tends to skew things. But if you can play that way, that's not what this team's going to want to do in the cold, standing on the sidelines, Franco Harris Day, you know, all those all those things, right? Yeah, they only somehow only convert thirty-eight point two percent of their first downs this year. On third downs. On third downs, yeah, yeah. yeah. The red zone's awful, too. Yeah. Red zone's really, really bad. Carr's been a problem there. Third downs have been a problem. They lose a lot of close games, and they allow – it's never over with the Raiders. No, This no. past week it was never over, and it went their way, but usually it's them letting teams back into games after playing three good quarters of football, and situationally they're not great. You know, They don't yeah. close teams out well. Yeah, which is crazy considering they've got Josh Jacobs, yeah, the NFL rushing leader. You'd think that would be a pro- whatever, that, that right, would be right. a, the way to go. I but to your point, gets exposed they don't they don't have a, a backup to him. There's nobody else, and so you know he has fourteen hundred and ninety five rushing yards. Their next leading rusher is Derek Carr with eighty eight. It has to be the biggest <laughs> gap in the league, <laughs> I mean, and I bet it's not even close. Maybe Derek Henry's they, in that neighborhood. Zamir too, White, their 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 backup running back. He just so, got ruled out five minutes ago. So got a blurb. Derek Carr has twenty. Jacobs has two hundred ninety-one rushing attempts. Yeah, Carr has twenty-one. Yeah, that are scrambles or <laughs> yeah. You know, Samir White has sixteen carries. It's sixteen carries. Sixteen third-round pick, and and, and then you go down to Brandon Bolden with eight. And he's a special teamer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a right. Belichick, you know, love affair special teamer guy. And I just mentioned White. I didn't even know he was hurt. He just got ruled out a minute ago. Wow. I mean, Jacobs takes a pounding, and he's fought through a lot of injuries. He has his whole career. But what's crazy to me is that wasn't their plan. Their plan was yeah, they didn't want to go with draft Samir yeah. White. We're going to bring Bolden <laughs> over. We're going to bring a fullback in. We're not going to pick up Jacobs, you know, uh, fifth year option, and we'll probably phase him out. And Zamir White will take over, and we'll split the backfield like New England always does at running back. Yeah, to your to your point about the fullback, uh, Jacob Johnson. He has four touches this year, four receptions for seven yards. <laughs> and he's played like 250 snaps. Bring him on the field. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I mean, they Derek want to Derek Watt touches the ball more than oh, he does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no question. <laughs> Ricard touches the ball more. Yeah. I mean, he is a blocker only. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's a strange makeup. It is. Especially um, when Waller and Renfro are out. It's like, well, Adams get because look at the receiving leaders, too. Yeah. I mean, Adams gets the ball. Hollins has had a decent year, kind of by default. But it's all Adams and it's all Jacobs. Yeah, it I mean really that's is. that's really the offense. But it has been. Yeah. Uh, now they do have Amir Abdullah there. On yeah, the roster. I think he's their kick returner. And yeah, sort of. Cha- they throw him the ball once in a while. They throw it to him, so maybe he gets a little bump. Maybe. But maybe he's not going to scare anybody anymore no. either. I mean, I think they realize why would we take Jacobs off the field? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of become the Lev Bell role of you know you just get used to it. You're going to be out there a lot. Yeah, interesting. Interesting matchup. Not a team you see a lot or as much, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because of uh, where they play at. So absolutely, and the Raiders have had success against the Steelers. They, they have, Raiders, yeah. yeah, they have. Um, so we'll see where this one goes. We'll see. Yeah, I'm still yeah, digging in more and more with them, but there, there's a lot of. They won't be hurting for off season needs. 
No, no. <laughs> and I'm not saying they're even a bad team. Like they're better than Carolina. <laughs> they're better than Atlanta. But there's a lot of directions they could go in the first round. Yeah. Subscribe now to SNR's newest podcast. The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe today. It's all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it is Power Ranking Tuesday. We will hop into that when we return. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold. SNR. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. 